my crafty friends and welcome to ACB Crafters, where we learn and teach each other in order to make crafting accessible to the blind and visually impaired. We hope you enjoy this episode. Did everybody get their homework done of like three, four, five rows? Yep. Okay. okay, so today what we're going to do is we're going to learn three new knit stitches and the purl stitch. I know some of y'all are excited to learn the purl stitch, so uh, we'll go ahead and get started. So your working yarn should be coming from behind your last peg. I know some of you had contacted me about, uh, let me turn off myself off. Um, some of you had contacted me saying you were using your 24 peg line for other projects, and that's fine. So, um, so your working yarn should be coming from behind your last peg. What I want you to do is take your working yarn and bring it in front of peg one and place it above the loop on peg one. And we're going to do what they call the flat knit stitch, okay? So you're just placing it across the top of your peg there and you're taking the bottom loop and you're knitting it up and over your working yarn there. Okay, you're not wrapping the peg, on peg one, you're not wrapping the peg in any way. You're just placing it to the front of the peg and just knitting the bottom loop over the top loop. And I want you to do that for um, about two rows. Do that I all. Have a question. Sure, go ahead, Deborah. So we're not wrapping it, then we're just placing it in front of the in front of the loom. Then that's correct. The... Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Thank You're you. You're not wrapping. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hmm. So y'all work on that. Uh, is Haley? Court. Yeah, go ahead with your question. In front, does that that means on the outside? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Where the slits are. Right, correct. On the front of your peg. The front of your peg is where the, the vertical line going up and down is located. Um, Question? Okay, go ahead. This, this is Jane. Uh, normally, hey, Jane. I, I, when I use my loom, I go clockwise. But with this, when you're doing it, when you're wrapping, um, you sort of have to go counterclockwise. No, you um, don't. You can go clockwise if that's the way you're going. It's whatever feels comfortable for you. Okay, it's fine. When you've done one, the, the, the loop that you're doing, um, and then you bring it, your yarn off to the right and in front of the next peg, it works better that way. Rather, to me, it works better that way rather than going the other direction. I don't know. Huh. I've never done okay. this before. <laughs> okay. Which, whichever direction feels more comfortable for you, okay. that's fine. Whichever direction okay. you go is fine. Okay. Donna, okay. I have a question. Donna, go ahead. So you said do two or three, but the other thing I wanted to say is, so you, when we do this, it's trapping the um, working yarn. Correct. Okay. And I just want to make sure. And you said do yeah. how many? Uh, do about two rows. Oh, you got two rows of that. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I want you to. You thought you were ahead bit. of us, didn't you, Donna? No, no, I misunderstood. <laughs> I misunderstood. <laughs> and this is having two loops on your thing already, on each peg already, right? Okay, no. you should only have one loop one. on each peg. Okay, that's where I'm wrong. Start with. Okay. Okay, because I already had done two rows, like I had already stopped from the when I was learning the pearl, because you'd have me okay. stitch on like four. Okay, I, uh, I hope I can back this up. Okay. You can. Just okay. start where hey, this you, is just... Catalina. Hey, Catalina, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm good. Confused. Now, okay. you said that to wrap it, okay, it goes in front of the first peg, and then okay. where does the rest of it go? You're not I'm wrapping the, this. okay, you're not wrapping the peg at all. You're what just you're going around it like you're, no. what do you call that? Okay, you, you should have several rows of E-wrap on your loom. Yes, I do. Okay, and you should only have one loop on each peg right now. Yes. Okay, so what you do is you take your working yarn, and it uh -huh. should be coming from the last peg on your loom. Right. Okay, you need to where? pull your working yarn between your last peg and peg one. And you want to bring it to the outside of your loom? Yes. Okay, now you want to lay it in front of the peg above the loop that's on peg one. Right. Now take the bottom loop and knit it up and over the working yarn. Oh, oh okay. the light went on. There you go. Courtney, this is Donna. I'm not going to be able to back this out because I took, you know, I knitted the the one loop that was on it off. Okay. So, just, so just can I just start up. doing it correctly from then on? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just pick up where it's, you are and, and, and do it. But I still mm -hmm. have two, I still have two loops on each one. What do I do okay. about that? Knit off all the loops. Knit off all the pegs that have two loops on them. Uh, starting from where I messed up. <laughs> yep. Yep. Foot. Okay. This okay. Sarah. Let me... Okay. Go ahead, Sarah. Oh. Um. What? What's the name of the stitch again? It's called the flat knit stitch. Oh. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, what does it Thank look you. like when you do a bunch of rows of this rather than the e wrap, which is like little ribs of twisted stuff? What does this one look like? It will give you the, the same effect, but your stitches are going to be tighter and you use less yarn. Oh. I recommend, unless a pattern tells you to use flat knit, um, only you, I only use it when the pattern calls for it. Because if you continuously do rows of flat knit, it's going to get harder and harder to bind off. So, um, I recommend not doing it unless the pattern calls for it. Um, also, um, I just lost my train of thought. It uses less yarn as well. Seems also, like it would be a good thing. It is, but again, it, it gets really tight. And then I want y'all to see how it, how it works before I start giving you some tips on how to work it to where it's oh. not so tight. So y'all just keep working the couple of rows you got. 
Okay, while it's on my mind, do we have anybody here who is brand new to loom knitting, who's never been to one of my classes before and is just starting? Yes. Okay, what's your name? Rodana Hosteller. Hi, glad to have you. And so I don't even have a uh, loom knitting, a, a loom. Okay. Wondering where would I get one? Okay, um, are you on? And I would like to learn this. Okay, are you on Facebook? Um, are you on our Facebook group? Yeah. And I want okay. to join this group. Okay. In the Facebook group, if you will look under the units tab and look under the loom knitting unit, there should be a list of resources there. If there's not, I'll get one up. Um, that tells you what kind of looms to get. I'll go ahead and tell you, but that way you'll know. There are large gauge, five eighths inch peg spacing looms. Uh, you can get them at Amazon, Walmart, Hobby Lobby, Joann's, and Michael's, or just about any craft store. I've been wanting to learn this for the longest time. And so when I found this class on the email list, I thought, hey, I have to join this. Good. And are you on our um, ACB list serve for the crafters? No, I am not yet, but I would, I would like to. Okay. All right. My name is Courtney Smith. So if you'll find me in the Facebook group and I will send you all of the information um, on how to sign up for the different groups, because we have an ACB crafters listserv where we have just general information. Yeah. Then we have uh, different groups for the different uh, craft yarn crafts, like crochet, loom knitting and needle knitting. So I'd actually um, like to become a member of this group as well. You are already a member just by joining. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um go ahead, Kayla. Real quick, um, just, just so you know, um, where you found the link to this class in the email, there's a link to our Facebook group and a link to join our listserv. So it's all right there on the same email you used to join this, this class today. Yeah, yeah. So you can go ahead and do that and then um, go from there. And we are happy to have you. Welcome. Yeah, I love knitting. I love knitting. But I want to learn this type too. Good. Actually, I at a store uh, that they, they will sell them for me around here. Okay. Courtney? Yes, ma'am. It's Haley. I, I have a question about this stitching here. I'm halfway, yeah, around, I'm halfway around my second time. Mm -hmm. But I keep, um, I keep taking off both, you know, I keep taking off both the working yeah, I one do that too. and huh. the one I'm pulling off of the bottom. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know how, if there's a different way to hold it. Okay. So that um, I'm not pulling off. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. I'm pulling so off what you both. What I do is when I'm working the flat stitch, mm -hmm. I lay it across the front of my, uh, across the front of my peg. Mm -hmm. And I hold it with the thumb of my left hand because I'm right-handed. Okay. So I hold it with the thumb of my left hand. Then okay. I take that bottom loop and I knit it up and over. And I've still kind of got my thumb on the working yarn. I lift it up just enough to get that bottom okay. loop up and over. All right. Hey, hey Courtney. Yes, ma'am. 
um, this is Lucy King. Is it okay to like when you're um, taking the bottom loop off? I kind of have my working yarn in the groove in the top. Yes, so if you're doesn't come off. Yeah, if your loom, if the pegs have a horizontal oh. groove right below the the cap on the peg, yeah. yeah, you can stick it in there and that'll kind of hold it too. Some of them have yeah. it, some of them don't. Mm -hmm. Courtney, okay. this is Donna. Okay, Donna. I don't like this stitch. So I did. <laughs> I, I, I knitted off a row um, and now it's got me where um, my beginning area, like my where my last area, it's, it's basically going to start me uh, the, on the third peg from the, um, that one that sticks out. Okay. So, so that's what fine, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. This is so just go ahead a, and practice. a couple of them now, a couple yes. rows now, normal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We are not making a project today. We're yeah. just simply working on these stitches. Ah, cool. Is all. All right. I, I did it. I just had a little accident. My my hook slipped and poked me in the thumb, and it's bleeding. Oh, Ouch. Boy. Yes. Yes. That's okay. It can be charmed. The yarn there is, is the yarn is, is burgundy, so it's not gonna matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will tell you there is one company. Um, it's called Cindy Woodlooms. She makes custom looms for everybody and they're good quality looms. They're beautiful. I wow. I'll tell I'll explain in just a minute why I don't recommend them for beginners. But mm. um they also send a loom tool and those things you think the one that came with your kid is sharp? Uh-uh. Oh, mm, really? No. <laughs> that is nothing compared to the picks from Cindy Wood. They oh are God. extremely, extremely sharp. Wow. Um, well, the reason I don't recommend Cindy Wood looms for beginners, one, they're rather expensive because they are custom made. Um, they are, like I said, they're good quality looms, good quality materials, um, and they're heavy. I have problems, a lot of arm weakness and everything, so they were too heavy for me to use. And mm. I usually recommend the authentic knitting board because they're good quality looms, not as good quality as the Cindy would, but they're better than what I typically recommend. And they're a lot lighter. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's just, just something to keep in mind. I'm done, but I found a hole. But it's okay because we're just practicing, right? Oh, that's right. The hole exactly. is probably when you had both stitches coming off the peg. Mm -hmm. That's creating a dropped stitch. Yeah, I so think that's, that's what's what going. That's a so, dropped stitch. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it's okay. We're just practicing. So Haley, if you want to, if yeah. you can find the loop. Mm -hmm. where it dropped yes work it back up through those stitches and just put it back on the loom okay yeah i can find it i got okay. it okay right. and then knit off or no yeah go ahead and knit off okay. and it'll be fine like yeah pain in me. you know there's, what? there's one difference between this and the e-wrap because with the e-wrap you can feel the what i call the ladders um, mm -hmm. yeah. the, the stitches but this one I've done two rows of this flat stitch and there's no ladder it's it's a 
it feels different than mm, the, yes. the five rows of, of E-Wrap that I did. Yep, it does. Yeah, it, it, it does create no a tighter, it, it does yeah. create a tighter weave. Yeah. All right, that fixed it, Courtney. I got Good. it. I think I like the results of the flat knit. I just don't like doing it because it, it's, it's so tighter. hard. Like you say, it's tighter and I already knit yeah. tight as it is. Mm -hmm. I am doing it yeah, with the needle, so it's lovely. It's already making my tight stitches tighter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. This mm. is genie, and mine definitely feels tighter for sure. Yeah. All right. Yay. Since Excited. most of you are almost through with your couple of rows, I'll give you just a little well, hint. Well, yeah, you're close enough. You can listen to the hint. I'm just giving a hint. I'm not going to start on anything new just yet. Um, when you're doing the flat knit, this is what I do sometimes to keep it from getting so tight. When I put the yarn in front of the peg, I kind of give, put a little slack in it. I use my loom mm -hmm. tool to just pull it away yep. from the peg just a little bit yep. and then knit over. Yep, that's what I'm doing. And if you don't do that, do it at that time. Once you get the stitch made, you can pull it away from the peg a little bit. I'm because just kind of letting it lay there quietly. Like, I'm just kind of letting it lay that's, there real mm -hmm. gently so that it doesn't yep. get too tight. <laughs> yep. Excuse me, Courtney. Yes, ma'am. We yes, have someone with the hand raised. Okay. All right. Um, Nine, uh, your phone number ends with 918. You can unmute. If you want to unmute, it's Alt-A on the PC. <clears throat> uh, star 6 on the phone. There we go. I think okay. it was accidentally me. I'd already talked, but I'd, I accidentally hit a 9. And well, I know it's terrible, isn't it? I know. We'll let you. We'll, I'll lower your hand. Well, thank you. Jenny, if you, if you keep being disruptive like that, we're going to have to take I'm you out of the class. I'm going to have to oh. put you in the corner. Oh, oh Jeannie, she's in the timeout. Put her in timeout. Take, take your loom away for put, a week. Uh-oh. Put me in the doghouse. That would be more fun. <laughs> take Courtney, your instant say, pot away. My scrunchie yeah. turned out so amazing. Wonderful. Um, I didn't, I didn't take a, cool. I didn't take a picture yet, but I'm going to put my hair in a bun later and put the scrunchie around it. And I'll, awesome. you know, for those that can see, I'll take a picture. But I did it in black chenille. Oh, and, um, oh I love it, making it, scrunchies. Yeah, it turned those out are so, so pretty. Cool to me. I'm yeah, so I excited because I scrunchie. I haven't yeah. I made, that yet because I don't have any rubber bands. I made some more mm. of them and I only did 10 rows instead of 12. Okay. And I, I kind of liked it better because I think, I don't know, the other ones were kind of wide, but um, these are cool mm -hmm. and fun. Good. Um, let's see here. There was, I, I, again, I want to apologize for not getting the bind off directions out. They're in a format that I cannot access on my phone. So I have to go to the PC to do it. And uh, I just oh. haven't taken the time to do that. So that's okay. Y'all forgive me. Forgiven. Forgiven. There's another person with a hand raised. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. No, you're, you're fine. Go ahead with your question. Okay. It's Kim. You can now unmute. 
I think I am unmuted. Okay. You are. Hi, Kim. How okay. are you? I'm okay. Um, I've been meaning to connect with you guys for some time now, but I keep forgetting, so I'm sorry I came into the... Hang on, let me stop my speech there. Um, <clears throat> I was just wondering what what exactly, if you don't mind telling me now, or if you'd rather I wait or come back in the beginning of your next meeting, I'm, I'm just curious to know what is loom knitting? Because I used to crochet, but now I have Parkinson's disease and it's gotten harder and harder to do that. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to find something I can do. Okay. Loom knitting may be something you, you can do. Um, it is what we're using today are called round looms and it's just a circle and it has pegs that come up from the base of the circle mm -hmm. and when you buy a set of looms they come in um usually in sets of three or four and you get the loom tool that comes with it and the loom size ranges anywhere from 24 pegs to 40 or 41 pegs so I think it's like a 30, depending on which brand you buy, there's like a 30 or 31 peg, 36, and then a 40 or a 41 peg loom. Okay. And you can make anything from the little hair scrunchies that I taught a couple of weeks ago. You can make from that up to blankets, you know, strips for blankets, shawls, dishcloths, all kinds Hats. of stuff. Hats, <laughs> socks. So, um, are you Kim, on Facebook or? I am, but I don't do it much. It's just, okay. I, I didn't like Facebook very much because every time I, well, I won't go into it. I just didn't yeah. like Facebook. For, so I joined um, when Cindy put, put the Facebook thing out there. I joined it, but I don't ever look at it. Okay. I didn't know if you were part of our um, Facebook group but if you you where like Kayla said earlier if you will look where you got the call-in information for this class there is a link to join our ACB crafters listserv uh -huh. and if you will join that I will post the information to that concerning how to join our different mm. um, yarn fiber groups so okay. um, and just maybe introduce yourself once you join and then you know i can send you some stuff privately as well okay um, this is haley yes ma'am hey kim this might and excuse me if i'm overstepping or assuming no no, no you're fine but this this might actually work for you because the hook that we're using to take the stitches off um i think they probably if if tremors are an issue in your hands um, there may be a way to build up that handle to make it more weighted so that that's not so much of an issue. Haley mm -hmm. or Kim, this is Lynn. Um, I know all about Parkinson's and I know what's going on here. And I'm just going to say um, there is a ergonomic hook that's larger mm -hmm. that I have. Yeah. And that might be because the little hook that comes with the looms is quite small and very light right, right. so i mm -hmm. think the ergonomic hook might be better for you kim because uh -huh. it, it's something you can hold on to okay think i could probably find it on amazon yes, yes. you can and i will look that up um and you know once i get your email address oh. 
Um, and you can send an email to acbcrafters at gmail.com and just either put my name in the subject line or loom knitting. That way I can capture your email address and I'll look up the information and send you the links. Yeah, I think it might work good because you can just sit the loom right, like right on your belly. So yeah. It has some sturdiness to it so that you're not, you know, like it's different than knitting needles, right? Because oh, they, yeah. yeah. they're light and you, there's nowhere to really sit while, while you're working with it. But with the loom, you could sit it like right on your stomach to give it some steadiness. And then, like I said, if you can get that ergonomic or even um, I could talk to you about some ways to make it more weighted. I'm not uh -huh. just talking out of my hoo-ha. I used to be occupational therapist. So, um. oh, yeah, yeah, I remember <laughs> you saying that. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boy, okay. I can see why you don't like doing this, uh, Courtney. This, yeah. is this is making my hands hurt terrible. Ooh. Yeah, I don't care for this one at all. Oh, I like the effect. I'm afraid my peck is gonna hurt. Break. The effect's, yeah, really, the effect's really nice because it's a lot tighter. Mm -hmm. And that looks really nice. Right. Boy, it, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Even when I laid it across things so light, it still made it tight. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. Is there anybody still working on their? Uh, flat knit stitches yes i'm okay. only i'm on my second row like halfway around okay all right not i even am but i'm not around. gonna Sorry. finish it okay <laughs> I, i'm 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 done my fingers hurt okay <laughs> mine is way too tight i can't get it over the darn thing oh this is tough but i get the it's idea gonna take, it's gonna take time so but um, Something oh, else you can do, you know, once you get your looms, if you want to listen to the podcast, um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I go through one on how to do the e-wrap stitch, which is the first stitch that I teach because it is the easiest. Okay. Um, but there are loom knit podcasts available. You can, if you have a podcatcher that you prefer over another, you know, um, that you use more often, I'll put it that way. You just search for ACB crafters uh -huh. and then subscribe. Mm -hmm. If you have an echo device, you can ask her to play ACB podcast. Some people are having luck with finding it on Victor and getting him to play it. Some are not. Yeah, anyway. that's how I okay. get mine is on the Victor. Okay. I get mine there uh, too. Yeah, you might have finally getting a looser. I'm, I'm in an area Yay. where. I think I figured it out and that made it do better. So I'm moving much faster. So okay. yeah. Just let me know when you get finished, Donna. So well, are, there, are there very um, many patterns that call for this stitch or? Yeah, I'm working on one that uh, I'm working on a house socks pattern and mm. it calls for the flat stitch just in certain areas. It's not the whole pattern. Ah. Mm. So oh. that's, that's why I don't use it unless the pattern calls for it. And usually it's just a few stitches. Is and it always called flat knit? I mean, is there idiot. another name for it? In patterns, you'll see it called flat knit or FK for short. That's so good. Mm -hmm. huh. Now, um, I do have a question Wait. before um, we start on something else. This is kind of weird, but... Is there a way to, like, can you make 
um, regular knitting patterns into loom knitting patterns? I mean, can you, I mean, is it? That's a good question, Lucy. You can. I will say that anything that is worked in the round for needle knitting can be worked mm -hmm. in the round for loom knitting stitch for stitch. You don't have to do mm -hmm. any conversion. Yeah. Um, if it's flat knit, there is conversion to it. Mm -hmm. I've never done that. I have the directions and I would be happy to share them or if uh, and on a class in the future, that could be something we all great. work on together. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to have those. Yeah, like okay. to, yeah. All right. Fantastic question. I was thinking Gosh. the same thing. Courtney, this is Deanna. Yes, I have a thing that I've been doing is I go around when I pull the, the yarn across the front loosely, then I bring it around behind and I'm holding it with my forefinger on the back side. Mm -hmm. That makes it easier to get that bottom loop up and over without yeah, taking off. I'm not keeping, yeah, well, no, I'm not, I'm not twisting it. I'm just holding it there with my forefinger. Then as soon as the other loop is over, then I put it back in front okay. for the next stitch. Oh, Does that, that make sense? sense? Mm -hmm. It makes right, a lot of sense. Let's just say, okay. Courtney, I made a big boo-boo and I'm at a place where I might as well say I'm done with this part. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Is there anybody else still working on their flat net? Yes. Okay. I'll wait just a few more minutes and then we'll get started on the next stitch. And Deanna just told you what the next stitch is. She just didn't realize oh. it. All right. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, what's that? Ah, we'll get there in just a minute. <laughs> so. what, excuse me, what is a podcatcher? I've, I've never had luck finding podcasts. Okay. Hmm. Do you have an iPhone or an Android? iPhone. iPhone. It comes with a podcatcher. And it's called, I think, Apple Podcasts, or it may just be called Podcasts. Oh, Podcasts. Podcast, yes. okay. Because I don't use, I use another one. I use Overcast. So if you will, let me just pull it up here on my phone. And I'll kind of talk you, because it's been so long since I've used Yeah, Apple I think podcasts. I probably took it off of my phone, because I don't, I, I have never podcasted. Well, okay. I didn't think you could. Wow. Um, podcast. This is Catalina. Okay, just a moment, Kathleen. Do you have a question? Uh -huh. Yes. Okay, what's your question? Is podcast easy to use in forecast? What was the one that you use? I use, it's called Overcast. Overcast. Is that easier mm -hmm. to use than podcast? Not necessarily. What's the, the reason, difference? The difference mm -hmm. with um, podcast on your Apple device is when you subscribe to a podcast feed, it comes to your podcast, your podcatcher there. And with Apple Podcasts, it automatically downloads it. Mm -hmm. With Overcast, it streams it. It lets you know that it's there. But unless you have an internet connection, either Wi-Fi oh. or th 3, 4, 5G, whatever your connection is, um, Unless you have one of those, it will not play. So it's streamed, but it's not downloaded unless you want to download it. So it's Got not it. taking okay. up space on your phone. That's why I use Overcast. Oh. Got it. Thank um, you. 
but if you will load the podcast app on your phone, mm-hmm. pull it up. Let's see here. In the bottom right-hand corner, after you open podcast, there is a tab that says search. You double-click on that. And when I edit the um, this recording, all of this will be in there. So if you have an Echo device, you can ask her to play it, or I think it's even on Google. And then you go to the search field, double-click on that, and your keyboard will come up, and you just type in ACB Crafters. And it'll pull up okay. everything that has um, Ooh, neat. that that list, or, you know, those words in it. And then just find ACB Crafters and then hit subscribe. Okay. And then once and it- a new episode is dropped, you will get it either. If you have your notification set, you will get a notification that a new episode has been added. Okay. Kim, this is Lynn. I'm the host here, and I just want to invite you to, you know, I know you said you don't like Facebook, and and I understand that, but we have a wonderful ACB community Facebook group that um, I'm actually a moderator, one of the moderators of it, and um, it's a wonderful place, and all I can say is, you know, if you have any questions about things, that's a good place to get answers, so, you know, I invite you to join that. you know, um, I think I did back. Isn't that the one that Cindy set up and was waiting until she got 50 or 500 or whatever? Yep, and then, yep, yep, yeah, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I did join that just to say I was on the list, but I haven't done anything with it. Okay, well, I'm glad you're on it, and you know, you feel free to post anytime. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. And I'll try to remember to go in and post, Michaela or I, one will post information in the community group on ways to join ACB Crafters group. Okay. So maybe all you'll have to do is just click on a link. Okay, great. Thank you. And just be sure to answer the questions that are there because that gets you in the door to the crafters because we have some folks that are just wanting to join and be ruthless so if you don't answer questions you don't get approved oh i got you yeah i think we had one of those people on recently the last couple of days Mm -hmm. anyway okay well i'm gonna let you guys get back to it and i'm gonna try to upload or whatever the word is the podcast thing so okay all right okay is anybody still working on their flatmate Nope. Nope. I'm almost done. I finally got on the second row. So. Okay. All right. So what we're going to learn next is called the U wrap. So U is an umbrella. So what oh. you do is you take your working yarn, you lay it in front of the peg, just like you do with a flat knit. So do that. Then mm-hmm. you take your working yarn to the right of peg one. So between pegs one and two. Mm-hmm. and behind peg one. So now you've made a U, the letter U with your yarn mm-hmm. around that peg. Now you just take the bottom loop up and over and knit off. What is the difference between that and the E-wrap? Yeah. The E-wrap? Yes, in just a moment. The E-wrap goes all the way around the peg 
this just goes oh um, i see i see three quarters yeah. of the way okay someone had a question it's deborah could you repeat that i, I had an interruption yeah. computer. yeah sure that's fine so you take your working yarn from your last peg mm -hmm. and you pull it to the front just like you're doing a flat knit stitch got it and lay your working yarn in front of the peg mm -hmm. take your working yarn to the right of peg one so between pegs one and two and behind peg one and knit off you're not wrapping the entire peg you're just wrapping part of it and you're creating the letter u gotcha so after you do one your your yarn is pointing toward in the center right the, and then you have to bring it back out in That's between correct. the one you just wrapped and then around the okay Got it. Mm -hmm. What does this one look like when you do rows and rows of it? What's that? Um, what's the difference? It still looks like a knit stitch. It takes up a little less yarn than the flat knit. I mean, it uses a little more yarn. I'm sorry, than the flat knit, of course. So, um, and it just it creates a tighter looking weave in your fabric, but it's not the flat stitch and it's not the e wrap. So. Again, it's just a little bit tighter. I know that's okay. So is this another one that you wouldn't want to use, other than if it called for it? Um, I prefer this one over the true knit, which we'll learn in just a few minutes. Uh -oh. Um, my favorite is the e wrap. My second favorite is the u wrap. Where do you guys okay. keep your ball of yarn so that it's not getting? In your way. Mine's sitting by my <laughs> right hip. Yeah, I keep it by my right hip because that's where my yarn is coming from. Is ouch on the right side. Okay, I'm moving it. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I mean, this is um, Catalina. Okay, Catalina. Oh, go ahead. Now, I'm a little slow in learning, but didn't catch on. So I have the yarn, and it's because it's going counterclockwise. Yes. Okay, then I have it so, in front of peg one mm -hmm. and then going halfway behind mm -hmm. and then pull. Let me see. Let me do that while I'm talking. That's how I, that's how I learn. Oh, come on, you stinker. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have it over. Mm -hmm. So now what do I do? Okay, so you put it in front of your peg just like you're doing a flat knit stitch. Got and it. you take it to the right of that peg. So between pegs one and two. Get that. Take it to the back of peg one. Right. Now, and then take your bottom over. loop. Uh-huh. Take mm -hmm. your bottom loop up and over. And then your no. working yarn should be coming from behind peg one, kind of in the center. Over to two. Oh, and then you come then back to the front. You pull it uh -huh. back to the front and go in front of Got peg it. two. Okay. All right, Jenny, did you have a question? I did. Yeah. So okay. then um this one instead of going all the way around, do we knit it off as we go? Like Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. that's what I thought. Okay. I just wanted yeah. to make sure. Okay. How do you how do they Sarah? write this one on the oh. in pattern? Okay. How do they write it? Sarah, go ahead. I heard Sarah's name. Oh sorry. Okay. Um so the U is kind of laying on its side 
Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And okay. the opening of your U should be to the left of the peg. Should so your two little legs of your U should be in in front of the peg, and the other leg should be behind the peg. So the left side of the peg Straddling is going to be empty. Yeah, kind of straddling it. That's, that's okay. It depends on which way you're going. Correct. I'm, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going clockwise, and my loop is to the right. My U loop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm weird. Okay. All right. I like Somebody this else. better than the flat knit. Yes. I do, too. It is, it's a lot better. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, yeah, I like the U K. I like this a lot better when my yarn doesn't get in my way. Yeah. Okay, somebody else had a question? I, I had a question. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. How do you, how do they write um, U, is it UW when they write it in a pattern? It's just, uh, it says U wrap is what it says. Okay. Mm-hmm. And most of the time you're going to have a, um, a stitch key and it's going to tell you, you know, if oh, it says, oh, okay. If it says K, it'll put out there. You sometimes it just a lot of it depends on the designer. Um, you know, they may put K out there, and then when the K, they'll say equals unit or true knit or um, flat knit, or like it could be K could say you know any knit stitch of your choice. Oh jeez! Oh, so it's just wow. all in paying it. Yeah, it's it's just looking at the stitch key, just reading all the stuff before you get to the the good juicy parts of the pattern. So you got to read. You got to read the introduction. I get a little more lost with this one. Like, Hmm. I'm not losing my knit, my needle, my yarn. Did somebody else have a question? No, it's easier because I'm not losing my yarn. That's good. Yeah. Like yeah, so far so good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think all smoother does it get to one. I heard two Courtney. people. So please state your name so I'll know who to call on. I heard two people oh, call my name. Is, sorry, Courtney. My name is Millie. Okay, go ahead. Millie. And hi, th- thank hi. you for letting me, you know, join the group. I'm having a lot of fun. This, well, good. Made, um, this is my third time, but I re- never really joined in because I was concentrating on everything mm-hmm. but um I've made three baby hats and one scrunchie Yay. And Yay. With you. yeah I, I couldn't stop Good. <laughs> it's wow. addictive so, it is addictive yeah, it is. but I'm just having a I'm having a little difficulty with the u-wrap and the other the flat okay what was it flat wrap? flat net so, Flat knit, sorry. Yeah, like that's I'm okay. doing the same thing. I don't know what I'm doing. They are similar. Mm-hmm. Um, the flat knit, you're just laying it above, just in right, right in front of that peg. You're not wrapping it or anything. You're just laying it in front of that peg, and just hold your thumb um, on, ah, on the yarn. So if I you're think I wrapped it. Okay. I think I had it in between one and two, so I did the, I guess I did the U-wrap. Oh, I, I just figured out how to tell where I'm at, because there's going to be a, a, a um, there's going to be a little tiny knot right there on the right of the peg. Huh? Yeah. Oh, sugar. Yeah. Courtney. Oh. Yes, ma'am. 
This is Haley. You know what I realized? So, I you know, I said I had that hole and I thought I'd put it up and I fixed it. Mm -hmm. Well, what I've always, oh, sugar, because it was looking so good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know how when you do your slip knot over your first stitch, over your first peg, mm -hmm. I, I, I've never done that. I've always like wrapped it around that peg in the front that sticks out. Mm -hmm. And then started with my first peg. Well, mm -hmm. that's where my hole is because as that, oh boy. as that slip knot or lack of a slip knot has come loose from that front jutting out knob, mm -hmm. it's not, it's not had anything from that. It's not any, had anything there to stop it from unwinding. Okay. Just tie a knot. Yeah. So that's where my knot. So now I have like, uh, every, like right there at peg one all the way around, like the holes just getting bigger. Okay. So it's well, okay. I mean. I'm not too this is just this is a but. right this is a practice piece so. if you use I, that anchor peg so mm -hmm. this is lucy i'm sorry if you use that anchor peg to to do your um you know wrap it around or whatever aren't you still supposed to put a slip knot on that anchor peg yes mm -hmm. yeah see and i i didn't do that and so i mean the rest of it 23 pegs of it are looking amazing <laughs> 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 um, Haley, Haley, you're just adding a design element. <laughs> okay. <laughs> at least you don't have a little a loop hanging down in the middle of your um, um, loom like I do because of the mistake I made. <laughs> oh. Courtney, we're just practicing, Donna. It's okay. I know, I know. I'm just trying to help her. Like, okay, somebody had a question. Up. This is Kathy. Kathy, go this ahead. Is, this is Kathy. Can you? Just repeat the whole how to do this stitch again. The, I sure uh, can. Sure. So, so what you do, one. you're at peg one. So your yarn should be coming from behind peg 24 or coming right. from peg 24. Okay, yes. pull it to the front of the loom. So between pegs 24 and pegs one. Right. Okay, are you wanting the flat knit or the U wrap or you, both? The U wrap. U wrap. Okay. Wrap. That way I know what directions to give you. Okay, so you pull it between pegs 24 and 1. Now mm -hmm. just lay that yarn in front of peg 1, just like mm -hmm. you're fixing to do the flat knit. Right. Take your working yarn to between pegs 1 and 2 or the 3 o'clock position. Mm -hmm. Now take it to the 12 o'clock position. Right. Or to behind peg one. Mm -hmm. Now okay. take your bottom loop and knit it up and over the peg. Okay. And it should secure that working yarn. Okay. And now your yarn should be coming from behind peg one. Yes. Okay. Now yes. you're going to do the same steps over again. So pull it between pegs one and two mm -hmm. to the front of two. To the right oh. of two. Okay. And behind two. Okay. And knit so off. when it when it's behind peg two, um you pull it you to go to your next stitch you have to pull it between two and three. Correct. And around mm -hmm. three. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. My U my U wrap this? is a lot looser. Gosh, I like yes. this. <laughs> I like this stitch. Yeah, it, but it looks, really nice. it looks nice. It looks nice. It's tighter than the E wrap, and I like that. 
especially if you're trying to make something that doesn't have a lot of holes in it. Okay, someone had a question. Yes, this is Catalina. Yes, ma'am. What do you or other people use? Okay. Sometimes I kind of lose my way. I forgot where I started. What do people use as a marker to let you know that you've gone around? Yeah, what peg. I use, what I you, yeah, you can use your anchor peg if your loom has one. So, and that's the peg on the outside of the loom that sticks out toward mm -hmm. you. Okay, that's your anchor okay. peg. When when I hit that, I know I've gone gone one round, or you know, made one row. Now, to keep up with my rows, I use an abacus most of the time. Yep. You can also use. Um, you know, if you have like two bowls, you can have um, beans or buttons or um, beans, buttons, pieces of candy, something <laughs> like something tactile. And once you complete a row, you just move it from one bowl to the next. Or if it's candy, you eat a piece of candy. Um, <laughs> you know, like if you know right. that you've got that your project has 10 rows, you could put like 10 M&Ms in a bowl. And once you complete a row, you get an M&M. So, you know, you kind of get a little reward there. Um, there are also stitch counter apps for iPhone, I know. I'm sure that there's some for Android. The one I use is called K as in knit and C as in crochet counter. When you look it up in the app store, it's probably going to say knit and crochet counter. Um, but when it's on your phone as an app, it's K and C counter is what it reads as. And it is, for, for the most part, it is accessible. It's accessible enough. Let's put it that way. Um, now, I did buy some looms that do not have that little okay. marker. Okay, what so, you can do is I don't recommend tying yarn because then you might get confused as to which is your yarn and you know your marker mm -hmm. and which is not. I'll tell you what I use. I have um, little rubber washers from Lowe's and it's in the plumbing section. And what I did because I don't remember what size I got. What I did is I took my loom into Lowe's or I even took my peg really because I could pop it out and I told the gentleman I'm looking for a rubber washer that will fit over this and showed it to him and he picked out what I needed and I just slide that on there and that's my tactile reminder of um of where I am I'll see if I can find the label because I'm wanting to do an article or even a podcast or a post or something about what I keep in my loom knit tool bag. And that's one of the things I keep in there. So I'll try to find the label and, and get that posted in and all. But something else you can use are like twist ties or bread ties. Um, you can use some puff paint. You can put it on the base of your loom or put a bump dot, something to make it tactile or even some masking tape in front of one of the pegs and that'll be your peg one. All right. Okay, Jenny. Um, what I do is because I have all kinds of all different sizes, 
But on my peg one, because I don't have an anchor peg, I have a stitch marker on it. And then also, if I need to count five rows or ten rows, I have smaller stitches or stitch markers that I can attach to the big round one to keep track to count my rows. I love nice. stitch markers. Stitch markers Thank can you. be your friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Courtney, Courtney, I have oh. Okay. I think I heard Haley. Did I hear Haley? Well, I, I unwrapped my entire eight rows of my loom. Oh, yeah. oh, no, no, I did uh -huh. on purpose because I'm a oh, perfectionist. Okay, well. So um, <laughs> I can catch me. up. So, so I now have a slip knot. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Does that count when I'm starting over and I'm taking that first loop, when I'm knitting off that first loop, is that first loop that I knit off the slip stitch? Yes. Slip it knot? Is. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to catch up to y'all. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna try. <laughs> and Courtney. Haley, we're, we're, just a moment. We're fixing to start uh, another stitch. Yeah. So okay. I want you to practice the one that I'm gonna explain, and okay. then you can go back and work on the others. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Courtney. All right. Sandy. Okay, Sandy. Okay. If you wrap, what do we do? Okay. You take your working yarn and you pull it to the front of your loom. So between pegs 24 and 1. Okay. And you lay it across the front of peg 1. Okay. Go, go between pegs 1 and 2. And behind peg 1. And then you knit off. Okay, so you don't, you don't come all the way around peg 1. That's correct, you do not. You're going just like halfway around. Yep, I like that one. <laughs> mm, I like okay. That. Now, let me check the time. Just a moment. Okay. So, yes. This is Donna. So, um, for the stitch counter, there's two of them. Which one did you get? One says, the, one says knit and crochet counter, and the other one says crochet and knit counter. Oh. <laughs> I have the, the K and C, the knit and crochet. They may be the same app or similar. I'm not sure, but I got the one that says knit and crochet. Or knits, Jeanette. Okay. I actually mm -hmm. looked at the other one, and mm -hmm. I think it may be slightly less accessible uh, okay. than the one you have okay and also catalina another way is if you have an echo device you can ask mm -hmm. her to open stitch counter uh, Ooh. i believe those are the words that you use uh, or enable stitch counter just play with those words with her okay we'll and, do that you know, well, like just that. just play with her because i don't want to set off everybody's device because I did that during the last class. I'm sitting out on my deck in the sunshine. Yeah, just keep rubbing it in. <laughs> well, it's not hot here like it is where you guys all live, so there's blessings to coldness. Where do you live? Washington State. 
Mm-hmm. It's only in the 70s here today, so it's kind of a perfect outdoor Ooh, lovely. day. Lovely. Yes, nice. wonderful. Yeah. yeah, but the rain's coming, y'all, and you won't be getting it, and I will, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm in Mississippi. I'm fixing to probably start getting remnants of Laura. So. Mm. Yeah. Oh, gosh, oh, yeah. We're yes, going to get it, remnants on Saturday. Oh okay, well, let's go ahead and start with the next stitch. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead. I'm not going to go I'm going to go ahead and teach the purl stitch before oh, I cool. teach the, the next knit stitch. Oh, good. Because Renea, I'm, I'm going to have to leave before you get there, given those directions. This will be recorded, so I'll be yes. able to grab them later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sure will. And once I get the recording and get it edited, we'll get it up. Okay. So when you're doing the purl stitch, um, it's as in needle knitting, it's the opposite of the knit stitch. So, um, so if I at least teach you the purl stitch, then you should be able just to kind of reverse that or reverse the directions and get the true knit stitch. So if we don't get to that today, then you kind of have an idea of what to do. Okay, so what you're gonna do is your yarn should be coming from peg 24. Again, you want to pull it to the front of your loom. I'm not ready. Well done. <laughs> I'm sorry. How I'm many more stitches two. do you, how many more pegs do you have? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. You just nine. Nine. Okay, you just keep working because I know I'm going to have to repeat this several times. Okay, so you just keep working. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Mm-hmm. And, and we will go from there, okay? Yes, ma'am. Uh, lay your working yarn in front of peg one. Uh-huh. And it's going to be below the loop on peg Ooh. one. Whoa. Uh-huh. Oh, God, really? Yeah. It's going to be under the loop on peg one. Okay. And y'all done half of this already. Now, you know when you start doing the bind off for a hat, I told you to pull your working yarn up through. Okay, what you're going to do is you're going to do part of that. Okay, so you're going to pull that working yarn up through the loop on that peg. And you're going to create a loop that's probably about an inch to two inches. Hmm. The reason I say an inch to an inch, that's going to give you a little bit of wiggle room to play around with. All right. You weren't lying. You're going to have to repeat. (laughs) Yeah, you lost me. Okay. Yeah, I'm totally lost. (laughs) I'm not going to repeat it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Then we'll never pearl again. That's yeah. (laughs) Okay. So you're going to pull your working yarn in Uh front of peg one, just like you're doing a flat knit, but you're going to put it below the loop. So that loop that's on there, kind of push it toward the top. And you're going to lay this in front of the peg below the loop. Just, just lay it on there. Okay. Yeah. Push, push the the loop that's on the peg to the front. You push it to the top top of the peg. Don't take it off. Just push it to the top. Just push it up the peg a little bit. Okay. Okay. And then we do what? 
lay your working yarn across the front of the peg, uh -huh. like you're fixing to do a flat knit stitch. Yeah. You might want to so hold I'm your thumb on your working yarn. You put okay. it on top of the no. Like the Under, underneath. Oh. Okay. Below the loop on your peg. Okay. Okay. Now take your fingers or your loom tool and go down the loop that's at the top. Go down that loop. So you're going to go inside that loop and down to the bottom to where that working yarn is. Uh -huh. You're going to grab okay. that working yarn, either with your fingers or your loom tool, and you're going to pull it up. And it should create a brand new ah, loop. Got it. Okay. Oh, I'm glad you do. I'm okay. Somebody hold, okay. Hold that loop that you just created between your thumb and your forefinger. Mm -hmm. Go underneath it? Yes, you want to lay your working yarn beneath the loop that's on peg one. Okay. Yep. Now, Got that much. Got reach, that. Okay, you have that loop that you created earlier. Okay. That loop that's on your peg, I want you to pull it away from the loom just a little bit. One that's at the top, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, hold on just a moment. For the person who has the television going on in the background that's talking about some shootings or something, if you could mute yourself, please, because it's a little distracting. Either mute yourself or mute your television, please. Thank you. Okay, so pull that loop away from the peg just a tiny bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now reach down the inside of that loop that you just pulled out. Yeah. And either using your fingers or your loom tool, pull that working yarn up oh, through that loop. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh. This might be one you want to see. Oh. oh. That's hard, huh? To get that up through there? Is it just me? Yeah. Um, no, it's yeah. not just you. It's practice. It, it, it takes just a, a moment, bit of. Just, just a moment, oh. please. While you're, once you get that loop pulled up, hold it pull about an inch or two up and hold it between your thumb and forefinger of your non-dominant hand God. oh goodness okay and just hold that loop there for just a second okay okay someone had a question no I understand the concept. I just can't get it up there. Oh, I got Me it. Either. Me too. It's it like when you're binding off for a hat and you pull the yarn through, you pull it all the way through to bind off a hat. You don't pull yeah. it all the way through here because gotcha. there's no, there is an end, but you'll be pulling a long way. If this yarn was <laughs> splitting, it would definitely be harder, but I'm glad this yarn's not splitting. Yeah. When I pull off a hat, I use a needle. Okay. okay. So hold, so then right, does, everybody, does everybody have the loop? between their thumb and forefinger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do not let go of that until I tell you to. <laughs> so you hold on to that like your life depends on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now you take the loop that's on there. The one that you pulled that working yarn through and you're going to yeah. knit it off the peg. So your peg should be totally empty. Mm -hmm. 
I you should still okay. be holding that lead between your thumb and forefinger. Okay. Okay. Now I want you to take that loop that you're holding and I want you to place it on the peg. So you're going to have a little leg on the left side of peg one and a little leg on the right side of peg one. So you're just placing that loop over the peg. Just like putting mm -hmm. a hat on it. Wow. Do you do that all with your hook, Courtney, when you're doing it? Because I can't yes. tell what the loop is that was there to begin with. <laughs> I, I do, because, but, you know, I've, thank you, it's practice. I mean, I got it, but it took yeah. a minute. I am and so confused. It, I'm it, doing it, it becomes, all. <laughs> it, it becomes, once you get used to it, you can do it and not even mm -hmm. think about it. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I heard somebody say, I'm confused or I'm lost. Catalina. So, Catalina, I'm lost. talk to yeah. me. Tell me where you're lost. Um, okay, I'm just going to walk through what I understand. Okay, and I'll, okay. I'll stop you when you're, when I need to. Go ahead. I, okay, I have the bottom loop and pushed it up and have mm -hmm. the working yarn underneath it. Correct. Okay, then I put my tool and hook the upper loop and then dip down and grab the working loop? Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, one second. Let me do that again. Okay. Mm -hmm. And now, come on, will you cooperate? Let's see here. Oh, my. Hold on a second. I'm trying to grab it again. I did it before. Oh, it's wait, finding that it loop to pull it off is the, I think, the There we go. Part. I was going the wrong way. Okay. Now, I've got, I pulled a working loop through the loop that was already there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now I'm stuck. Okay. Now so I don't you know what to do. Okay. Now you created a new loop, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. When you pull that working yarn up through your existing loop. Yes. Okay. You hold that new loop between your thumb and forefinger of your okay. non-dominant hand. Okay. Got it. Then you take your fingers or your loom tool and you, the existing loop, not the new loop, but the existing loop, you take it yeah. up and over the peg and you knit it off and let it go to the center of your loom. Okay. So you kind of... Your peg should now be empty. Mm -hmm. And the, all of it comes with it. Yes. Do not let go of that new loop. Oh, okay. Don't let go of that this new loop. This is weird. Boy, this does take practice. Mm-hmm. It does. But now you should have an empty peg, correct? Mm -hmm. I, don't. I don't. I don't. Okay, who is I don't? Uh, Jane, I don't. Okay. I don't have an empty peg. Okay. I'll come back to you in just a second, Jane. Okay. 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 All right, Catalina. So your peg is empty, uh -huh. correct? And you're still holding your yeah. new loop in your hand. Right. All right. Separate the loop. So separate hey. it to the legs there. Hmm. Now take one leg and place it on the left side of that peg. Mm-hmm. And the other leg goes on the right side of that peg. 
Okay. Now gently pull. Mm. You're working on, and it should create mm. a loop. There. Did it create a loop? No. <laughs> Let me try is it your, again. Your peg is still naked. Uh, no, I just did something stupid. Let me try it again. Okay. All right, Jane. Talk me through what you're doing. Okay. Okay. Um, I have the the peg that I'm that I'm working on. Um, I have the working yarn underneath the loop that's on there, mm -hmm. and it's going in front from left to right. And Correct. I stick my tool down through the loop that's on top, and pull Correct. it out. And I reach down inside the that loop that I've pulled out, and I pick up the the working yarn and I pull it up. Mm -hmm. through the other but there's still one loop on the 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 the, the peg the, the peg has still got one loop on it and then i the loop that i've just pulled up from on from in between you know the working yard loop i mm -hmm. put that uh over to the back and i still have one loop on the peg i'm yeah, not that's what i have Okay, so you're, that's where you're missing the one step, okay? Okay, yeah. Uh, so go ahead and pull mm. your working yarn up and create that new loop. Okay. Let me know when you've got the loop between your thumb and forefinger. Excuse me, Courtney, this is Lynn. Yes, ma'am. Hi, we, uh, Kim has a question. Okay, go oh, ahead, Kim. I, see what I, I just wanted to let you know I uploaded or downloaded or whatever um overcast because i am okay. a teacher's pet and i would all like oh. to do what the teacher says to do okay. now seriously um i i did um i do have overcast on my phone now and, okay. and i was wanting to know which what was the name of the podcast you suggested it's called acb for American hang on hang Council. on a second okay. okay i had to turn off my speech i couldn't hear you okay it's acb for American uh -huh. Council of the Blind Crafters. Okay. That's what you're okay. going to look for. Thank you. Oh, boy. Uh -huh. Okay, Catalina and Jane. So you've got your new uh -huh. loop created. I got it. Correct? I was missing a step. I didn't know uh -huh. you could pull the other loop off. That one yeah. you're holding one in your fingers. I was, I missed a step. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. I got it. That's fine. That's fine. So Catalina, you've got your new loop in your hand, right? Oh, working on it. You keep okay. slipping away. Courtney. Yes, ma'am. This is Donna. Mm-hmm. So I am ready to now. <laughs> oh, we're still right here with you, Donna. Don't worry. All right, Donna. Yeah, I got the you... working one in my fingers. Okay, Donna, have you pulled that new loop up and got your new loop created there? No, 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 no. You need to start me from beginning. To... Okay. Let me get to Catalina and then I'll, I'll start you. Okay. So okay, Catalina, on. you've, you've got that new loop between your thumb and forefinger, correct? I do. Yeah. All right. Hold it right there. Mm -hmm. Now, Not with going your, anywhere. don't let it go anywhere until I, t until I give it permission to go. It can't go. Okay. <laughs> so using your fingers or your loom tool, Mm -hmm. I want you to take off the loop that's on the peg right now. So you should have a loop on that peg that you pulled that working yarn through. Yep. Yep. 
Take that off. Okay. Got it. Now, slide that new loop onto that peg. Okay. And that's now, it? then give it a gentle oh. tug. Just not tight. Don't pull it tight. Just okay. a gentle tug until there's no mm -hmm. more slack. That's the pearl stitch. Okay. Oh. Okay. That's kind of cool. So the, the, the um, news, the news, the um, loop that's left on the peg is kind of loose. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. That's, that's fine. Okay. Okay. So go ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk Donna through it, and I want you to work sure. along with me, okay? So Donna, you take have your to, working. You have another take, week or two? <laughs> no. Okay. Donna, you're going to get this today. If I can get okay. this, Donna, you can get it. Okay, we, thank we've you. Got, we've got about 45 minutes. So. Okay. <laughs> Oh boy. So, okay, lady, so I lay, I lay just in front listen. of the peg. Okay, just listen to me and do what do what I say. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> take take your working yarn and pull it to the front of your loom. Okay. You want to place that working yarn in front of peg one below the existing loop that's on the peg. Okay. So find the loop that's on the peg and you want to lay this working yarn underneath it. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, take either your fingers or your loom tool and pull the working yarn up through the loop that's on your peg right now. And once you get that new loop created, hold it between your thumb and forefinger of your non-dominant hand. You rock, Courtney. No doubt. Oh, thank you. Oh, my peg just came out. Oh. Squish it back in. I did. Okay, Donna, do you have that new loop created? Not yet, because uh, it's tight, so it's taking me a minute to get through. Stop wrapping so tight. I'm going to come <laughs> beat you with a wet noodle. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Okay, I have my new loop. Okay, hold that between your thumb and forefinger and do not let it go until I tell you to. Okay. okay. I don't know if I've told this class before, but I've told other classes, you have to show your yarn who's boss and the yarn is not the boss of you, okay? <laughs> so now the loop that's on your peg right now, I want you to take it off. Just like you're knitting off, you're getting it off, taking off the peg. And your peg should be empty. Okay. Let me look at it. <laughs> oh, I like the feel of this. It's got two. A the stit, the the twisty thing underneath has two ridges on mm -hmm. it. It's different than the e wrap. It's got two uh -huh. ridges on it. Yep. Well, that's isn't it gonna? Isn't this okay. gonna look kind of like reverse stockinette when you you start purling instead of like? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. oh, okay, no. Donna. 
Donna, have you gotten the loop off the peg? Not yet, because it keeps slipping from me, because it, the other one keeps growing. <laughs> the new one I created keeps growing, and that's I fun. Keep, I keep losing my original loop. Hold on. What's the best way to reach in and get that working yarn? Is it like to have the like the point of Add the it. hook facing okay. down in, in the groove or? Yep, that's what I, I do. Okay. I'll okay. give you I got more, it. okay. I'll give you more explicit directions as soon as I finish with Donna. Okay. Okay. Using the tool. Okay. All right, Donna. So your peg is now empty, correct? Yes. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to separate your little legs of your loop there. And you're going to put that new loop back on that empty peg. And then you're going to gently pull your working yarn and it should create a new loop on that peg. <laughs> I don't think something went right, but okay. Okay. <laughs> let me, let me answer Haley's question and then I'm going to get you to talk me through how to do the pearl stitch. Okay. So okay. you you be thinking about what I've told you. Okay. You sit, in, you sit in the corner and think while I talk to Haley, okay? All right, because that just seemed to be a little too easy. It just didn't. Okay. All right. So Haley, what I do is uh -huh. I take that working yarn and I put it below the loop on the peg. Uh-huh. I slide my, the tip of my loom tool down the groove, down the vertical groove of that peg. Uh-huh. And then I put it in front of the working the yarn. yarn. So gotcha. I have a little bit of a sandwich here. Gotcha. So I have the old loop, I have my loom tool, and I have my working yarn. Yeah, I'm with you, friend. The point of your loom tool should be touching the base of your loom. Yeah, I'm with you. Turn it one quarter away from you to where that okay. point is in the groove again. Yep. When you do, it should pick up that working yarn and go up the groove and your working yarn should go yep. down on your loom tool in the crook there. Yeah. Just kind of resting in the corner. Mm -hmm. And then I, then I take, let me get my yarn because mine was splitting there for just a second. Okay. So then using my loom tool, I put it point of it back in the groove now that I've uh -huh. created my new loop I put it back uh -huh. in the groove uh -huh. and knit that that old loop up and over perfect then I just slide that new loop back on the peg okay perfect okay. yep Got it. Sure thank you take practice Courtney it does yes ma'am yes, ma I'm lost okay all right I'm gonna let Donna talk me through it. So you listen to Donna, and then we'll, th then I'll come back to you. Okay, Sandy. Okay. All right, Donna. Okay, so you put you work in um, yarn um, across the peg, mm -hmm. um, and it should be under the um, it should be under the um, loop you already have on there. Correct. I got that part. Then okay. you take, okay. then you take the loop that's already on there, mm -hmm. pull it out, mm -hmm. 
feel like I'm doing strenuous stuff here when I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you put the loop, the bottom, the bottom, yeah, the, you put the bottom yarn through that loop. Mm -hmm. You pull it up through that existing loop. Now that's where I, that's where I get off. I mean, I, it won't stay on the hook. Okay, just use your fingers. Try to use your fingers to pull it up. I don't have room for that. This thing's so tight. Okay. So that's why. I, did you pull that existing loop away from the peg just a little bit? I'm trying. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm trying. Let's okay. See. All right, Donna, what do you do after you get that loop? New loop I, created? On. I'm working on getting it done. Um, okay. Because it takes time because I'm still trying to figure out which finger's best for me because I'm not sure my dominant hand is the right one for this. We'll see. Okay. Um, shoot, and now my stuff's trying to split. Okay. Courtney? Yes, yes, ma'am. This is Deborah. One thing uh -huh. I did uh, first, just to get the concept of this, or in the beginning, I was, um, went ahead and, you know, wrapped the yarn, like you said, above the other yarn, and then uh -huh. kind of pulled the yarn from the top to loosen it. But then I took my hook and pushed up the bottom yarn and grabbed it with my fingers. Mm -hmm. and that, okay. And that loosened it up pretty good. That might, I don't know if that's helpful to anybody or not. Ooh. Okay. Any tips that you've got that's helped you, please share them because they might help someone else. Yeah, I believe in helping people. So, okay. So my yes. new, my new, um, my new, um, um, loop, loop that's in my right hand. Mm -hmm. I hold it. I hold it over to the right, basically. Mm -hmm. And put the loop that's already on the um peg take it off and knit it off correct and then the loop that's in my hand put it on the the uh put it on the hook i mean on the um loop i mean on the on the peg yeah, yeah. so your peg should be empty and so now you want to put clothes on it mm -hmm. okay Oh, that's cool. Ooh, someone's having a storm. Yeah. Okay, saying, uh, Donna, did you get it? And then you want um, to pull that working yarn just gently until you get all the slack out of it. Right. Don't pull it too tight. Yeah, okay. I got it. I got okay. it. Okay. All right. right. Sandy, were you able to get that working yarn up through the existing loop? No. Okay. All right. So if you'll pull that working yarn away from the, the peg just a little bit, so this is why it's important to wrap your pegs loosely. And after, yeah. you know, after a while you'll get used to your tension, but when you complete a row, if you think it's too tight and it, it being new, you know, being beginners, it may be too tight. 
go through and pull that yarn away from the peg a little bit while you still got some slack and you can do that. That way they're not too too tight for you. Okay. So okay, the I best. Okay, I finally got the, the hook. What? I got the loop through this other loop that's, that's still on the peg. Okay, so you've created a new loop, correct? I, I put my loop, I made the loop with the yarn and then put it through the eye of the needle and then brought the needle up through the, the loop on the peg and it okay. worked. Okay, it, whatever, whatever works for you. Um, okay. you know, it's going to be a little more efficient if you don't wrap those pegs too tight. And I'm not picking on you. I'm, I'm saying that to everybody because, I, you know, I was a tight knitter. Yeah, and it's hard. I, I do get it. I, trust me, I do. I do. Um, but that, that's just going to make your work at the end a little easier on your hands. So now that you have that new loop created, you're going to take that old loop, the one that you pulled the new yarn through, you're going to take that off the loop. Oh, just, okay. just like you're knitting it off and still holding on to that new loop. With the tool? Yeah, okay. Yeah, with the tool or your fingers, we go. Whatever, whatever you've been using. Mm -hmm. How do you like the uh, pearl stitch? I like Courtney. it. I like it. Um, okay. Um, I'm one, I, I like right. instant gratification. So I like to do the e-wrap stitch because I can do two rows at once. Um, oh, really? Yes, because what I do is I, when I'm doing the e-wrap, I e-wrap my entire loom. If that's, right. you know, if I'm working in the round. As I'm knitting off the loops, I wrap it again because if that's my next, oh. if that's my next row is an e-wrap, then I just, so I'm working two rows at once there. So y'all just got a little, okay. a little inside, you know, information. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Now, now I got this loop, this loop on my naked peg over here. Okay. So you have put the loop on your peg. Now gently pull your working yarn to get rid of any of the slack there. I'm not impressed with this yet. <laughs> so now, it now, seems very awkward, doesn't it? Sandy, it does. I'm not impressed. Okay, yeah. Sandy, does it have a loop on the peg now? Yes. Okay, so you have created the pearl stitch. Okay. Okay, so I want y'all to work on two rows of pearl stitch. How do we know if we're doing this right? I mean, because I've noticed when I go to bring up the, um, the, 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 before putting the last um, loop on, when I bring the other loop up, there's like some, extra stuff like extra legs to the loop that I'm bringing up and I have to make sure they're coming up with it um, and bring that up and then I can put over my stitch. So is that sounding correct? No. I don't know how you to should... explain it. <laughs> it's like because okay. it's, it's, it's connected to the other That's stuff. Cool. So it's like I don't know how to explain it other than that. So I mean I you don't should... know if I'm doing it right. Before you start the the, the... excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Before you start the pearl stitch, you should only have one loop on each peg. Oh, and I do. But when I okay, when I go to and lift then it up, 
it's you should like, have hold on just a second donna when you bring that working yarn up through the stitch that's on your peg uh -huh. you're going to have your two little legs there from your working yarn yep and it may come whenever you're knitting off that first stitch you know that existing loop when you knit it off some of your uh -huh. working yarn may come with it uh -huh. That's why I say don't let go of that loop. No, I'm not letting go of the loop. Okay. I'm just noticing there's like, and I think it's just, for, I think it's just what's a part of the other stitch. Okay, you know, that probably the is then. I think that's mm -hmm. what it is. That uh, may be I the case. Explain it. Okay. Courtney, will it be like a horizontal it? stitch? Will it be like when we feel it from the back? You know how like with the e stitch, mm -hmm. it was like a. Um, they ran vertical, the lines. Uh -huh. When we feel through the back of this one, will it run horizontal instead? It should. Okay. All right. Good. Mm -hmm. All right. When this is Catalina. Okay. Go ahead, Catalina. What is supposed to, okay, when you do all this pearl stitching, when the back of the, what is it supposed to look like? Right. It should just be like a flat, let me grab my lane here. It should just be kind of flat on the back of the lead. Then I must be doing it right then. When you flat do with two little like, knobby things on either side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I'm doing when you're doing a row of knit and then you do a row of pearl, it's gonna be like um it's gonna have ridges in it. So you're gonna have like mountains and valleys. Okay. That's just right. Okay. Then I'm right. Or you know, you're going to have mountains and valleys or ruffles or ridges, something like that. So if you, this is Lucy, um, if you do like alternating rows of knit and purl, then it's going to look like a garter stitch with needle knitting, needle knitting, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Yes. Isn't that stockinette stitch if it's knit not you know, a row, row of knit and a row of pearl that's stockinette stitch right now i know but if you're doing it in the round it isn't it's not well okay yeah in blue knitting a row of knit and a row of pearl is garter stitch okay mm -hmm. and then straight knit stitch is stockinette and mm -hmm. oh, so knitting. that's backwards from needle no yes. it isn't why? Yes. Well, whatever. Because because if you if you knit can, on circular, you can debate that after class. Meetings. So oh, okay, sorry. somebody's mm -hmm. calling my yeah. name. Sorry. Yes, Kathy. Yes, ma'am. Um, okay. The the stitches are getting tighter and tighter. So am I better off just kind of taking it apart and starting again to get it to to loosen things up or how do you? Okay. I, I don't know why it's getting tighter and tighter as I'm going along. Are you working on the pearl stitch? Yes, yes. Okay. You may be when you're putting that new loop on and you're pulling to get the ten, you know, to get the slack out of the yarn, the working yarn, yeah. you may yeah. be pulling it too tight. Just mm. gently pull it. So mm. right now, until you get your tension in the right spot, because there is that little sweet spot with your tension. Mm -hmm. um, until you can get your tension just right, and this is for everybody. I recommend, since a lot of you are tight knitters, when you complete a stitch, pull that away from 
the peg just a little bit. I mean, you don't have to have a big, you know, a lot pulled out. If you can get your pinky finger in there <coughs> between mm -hmm. the peg and the loop, you've mm -hmm. pulled it out too much. Okay. If you can't get your, you know, like a fingernail in there or something, then you've done it too tight and you want mm -hmm. to pull it, pull it away yeah. from the peg. When you're mm -hmm. wrapping your peg, let's go with the e-wrap for just a second. Just kind of loosely wrap it around, just kind of like you're draping, <clears throat> mm -hmm. draping it around the peg. Mm -hmm. And don't pull it tight. You just want to drape it around that peg. Okay. And see if that doesn't help with your tension. Something okay. else that will help with tension on e-wrap. It doesn't work on anything else. But on e-wrap, if you will get either a drinking straw or the mm -hmm. barrel of a, a writing pen, mm -hmm. thread your yarn through that, mm -hmm. hold that, the straw, and you'll, you want to mm -hmm. cut your straw in half. Mm -hmm. Hold the other end of the straw away from the peg and mm -hmm. wrap your peg with that straw and it wraps the yarn around it. And that'll even out your tension some too. Oh, okay. Thank you. So that, that may work. I can't use a yarn and they, they call that a yarn guide. I can't use it mm -hmm. because I never was, you know, never taught to use it. I never learned mm -hmm. that way. So mm -hmm. it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. So there you go. <laughs> Courtney. Okay. Somebody you. had a question? Yes, yeah, Deborah. Um, yes, ma'am. I'm wondering, it seems like there's a few times when I've taken this off, it's kind of like the yarn's twisted and I made, made like another little knot behind the peg, but it mm -hmm. looks pretty good when I pull it through, but I didn't know if that was supposed to be the... Um, it's not supposed to twist. The only time you should have a twist in your yarn is when you're doing the e-wrap. Okay. So, so once I've got the, just kind of review because I am old and I can get things. <laughs> That's okay. Now, once I'm doing the, pull it up through the loop, you know, to create the, and then lift off the, um, lift off the work, the yarn that's on the loop and then put the newly created um, loop on the hook, I should not have it twisted in any way. Correct. Okay. All right. That's I just correct. made a couple of boobs. All right, that's thank okay. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Courtney? Else have yes, ma'am. I'm sorry, this is Lynn. Uh, we have one person with a raised hand with a phone number of 011. Okay, before you ask your question, Lynn, could you advise me of the time, please? Sure, it is 349. Okay, all right, so we're probably not gonna get to the true knit stitch, but I will explain it. So, but okay. All right, for the person who had the question, go ahead and ask. That was Kathleen. I made a mistake. I meant to mute myself and I hit the nine instead. Oh, so. okay. All right. Never mind. You get to go in the corner with Jenny. So y'all can yes, sit there and, and, and talk about what you've done. Okay? Bye. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> can I take her place? Okay. Oh. This is right. Kim. I just need to know. I, I've got the... Um, the uh, ACB crafters, but it isn't reading reading the the um, page to me. I'm guessing it might be because I have two these two windows open at the same time. I don't know, but it's saying share and play and and all that. But what is the first podcast I want to listen to? For loom knitting, let's see here. I think introduction to loom knitting. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember. I have mine okay. open right now. That's all. I have. <laughs> anything that says loom and they usually come 
Um, and you can go in and into your settings on each individual podcast mm-hmm. and change the settings. There's a settings tab. I think it's the third tab over. And you can change it to where the older episodes show up first. So right now your settings are all the new episodes are first. Right. So if you want to do old episodes, just go to settings and it'll, it, there's a button you push. I think it's the first one, first or second one down. And it says, you know, something along the lines of older episodes or something. So, yeah. you know, if you want to create it to where it'll do the older episodes first, that's how you do it. And what is the kind of yarn called? Chunky? Yes, it's um, it's not a brand name because somebody was having issues. They ordered Chunky yarn and went through some customer service and they sent her yarn and it had Chunky in the title, but it was not a Chunky yarn. Uh-huh. So you're looking for something that's either going to say Chunky in the description or bulky, super bulky. It may also say it's a number five which is okay. a bowl of yarn, five or six, and I would go with seven only if that's your only option. Okay. I would stick to a five, maybe a six. So some of the brands, uh, some of the ones you want to look for is like Bernat, soft and chunky, I think. Oh, I love that. Um, <clears throat> that is some good yarn. Uh, Woolies, Thick and Quick, it's by Lion Brand. Um try to stay away from the homespun which is from lion brand because it will split on you and it has spots in there that are thick and thin so it's like homespun yarn you know if there's not you know even spinning there so um it's easy to split on you so i would go with either the woolly sticking quick or the bernat soft and chunky or bernat baby blanket something like that Bernat, mm-hmm. can you spell that B-E- for me? Yeah, B E R N A T. Okay, just like it sounds. Okay, this mm-hmm. chenille yarn works really. I don't know how you feel about chenille, Courtney, but mm-hmm. love it. It's working really well. It's not like <clears throat> it's really the easy chenille, to tell them apart. Yeah, the chenille yarn works really well. The only thing um, is it may not have a lot of give to it. Okay, that's and if you're already a tight thing. knitter, I guess, huh? Yeah, that, that's going to be a problem if you're already a tight knitter. Okay, someone okay. else had a question or a comment? Yeah, this is Catalina. Another good yarn that I use is the Hometown. Okay, Hometown USA, yeah. Yeah, I've heard good really things good about that. Too. And I think it is a good <laughs> yarn. It's a good yarn. Either I'm doing this pearl, pearl stitch right or I created a new stitch. So it was okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna We're going to say that you, you've you are doing it correctly okay mm-hmm. let me explain the knit stitch the true this is going to be called true knit and most of the time in patterns it's going to say k um in your stitch key and then again it'll say out to the side true knit or whatever knit that they you know or they may say it's your choice <clears throat> so what you do and we're not going to have time to practice this because our time's almost up um but i will be seeing out directions in the next day or so what you do with your true knit, instead of laying your yarn at the bottom below that loop on the peg, you're going to lay it at the top above that yeah. loop. And you're going to pull down instead of pulling up. Once you get that new loop created, when you pull down, everything else is the same. 
That's the only okay. difference is, is your direction that you're pulling or going. It's the only difference. God help me. Got it. So if I'm, you can get the pearl stitch, you can get the net stitch. I must be doing mm -hmm. something wrong because I'm having to take like two things off uh, when I'm mm. taking the one loop off, you know. Okay. I'm hoping, I'm hoping tomorrow I can get just some short podcast if i don't get them done tomorrow i've got to get them done this weekend but some short podcast that tells you how to do each stitch i'm not going to put them all in one podcast i'm going to put them in in separate podcasts oh, that's okay. and that way you can have yeah. that to go back to just for that particular stitch and get the directions oh, yeah. and i'll also post mm -hmm. the written directions separately um in Facebook, because I can separate them, but in the Loom Knit group, I'll post all the knit stitch directions on one page. Okay. And <clears throat> let me explain how I do keep my loom knitting stuff separated. Um, and, you know, y'all work it the way that works best for you, okay? I have a Dropbox folder that is nothing but crafting um, files. And I have it set up into uh, beading, like if I do a class on bath salts, loom knitting, latch hooking, needle knitting, crochet. So I have it like that. Um, and then each one of those folders, so by beading, I have either pony bead patterns or safety pin bead patterns. Okay, so in my loom knitting, I have, in that folder, I have something for blankets, a folder for bags, and so forth. Then I have one that's nothing but cast on directions, nothing but bind off directions, and then another one for nothing but stitches, so the different stitches. And then I start putting those in documents, and I, you know, make a document for each stitch. So for my e-wrap stitch, I have a document for it. So I can pull that up and read the directions, and it's in my stitches folder that's in my loom knit folder. This in my crafting folder, if all that makes sense. Uh -huh. I may be too organized for y'all, for some of you, but uh, that's I how I do it so I can quickly find what I need or what y'all need. And I'm trying to get everything converted to Word documents so I can get it pulled up on my phone, on my uh, iPad, instead of having to go into the PC. So Courtney? that's why y'all haven't gotten some stuff. Yes, ma'am. This is Deborah again. I have a question. I have one of the about one of the longer new looms. I, it's you know the the um, horizontal triangle one. Um, mm -hmm. I forget how many pegs it has in it, but you can open it up, and I think it makes it maybe sixty pegs or six, I don't know. It might not be that many, but um, I thought about doing trying to do a blanket on that one, and mm -hmm. but when you go down and come back, I'm not sure. If I have the security of going down, would you ever work with any? Do you ever work with any of those? I do. Um, any loom like that, and even with the round looms, you can work a flat piece on a round loom. Um, I don't, Deanna. It may have been you. Anyway, somebody requested something for next for a class, and I told them I'd teach it next month. Um, so we're going to do one more round project <laughs> next month. Oh, then sure. we'll get into working. I'll teach you how to do flat pieces. So we'll do okay. that in October, at least one class in October. Um, and then trying to think, 
I'm patient. Maybe maybe we could get that done in one class, you know, <clears throat> working a flat piece. Mm -hmm. And then in the next class, in hopefully one class before Christmas, I want to teach y'all how to do um, changing colors or adding, you know, skeins of yarn. So I've got a cute little hat pattern for that. Okay. So um, we may work on that in late October, early November. I can't wait. I can't wait for Christmas to make a flower. Yep. And, you know, it, this, this hat is called a snowman hat or a frosty hat. And it looks, it's just like the head of a snowman. It's got the scarf and then the face. It has a three-dimensional nose. Oh, wow. It has the hat. Oh. And then you sew on little buttons. For the grandkids or nephews. Listen, oh. it is adorable. It is adorable. So oh. I, may, I may do that either late October that or early November. That sounds advanced. Oof. No, no, this is easy. It's okay, because uh, yeah. Courtney, oh, it's easy is good. <laughs> it's four o'clock right now, so okay. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, if there's any gentlemen here, our mm -hmm. time's up. We need to be respectful of Lynn and her time as well. So we're going to go ahead and end the call. If y'all have questions, post them through the Loomnet group, either on Facebook or on Google Groups, or you can contact me directly. Um, you can send me an email through acbcrafters at gmail.com or send me a message through Messenger on Facebook. And if you want to friend me, be sure to send me a friend's request. I'll be happy to accept you. And I love